the country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories to great stories that get told. Spend some time in the country, now it's time we start the show. My pleasure now to welcome to the show country artist Lauren Mayell. She has a great new song out called The Good Guy, and we'll be hearing the song as well as the story behind it. Lauren is uh, embarking on a great radio tour at the moment, and she has graciously agreed to spend some time with me, and I am so happy about that. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you taking the time. This is great. You're on a busy radio tour right now promoting your new single, The Good Guy. Yeah, no, we actually just uh, were in Moose Jaw this morning, and now I just arrived in Regina tonight, and I'll be going throughout Saskatchewan the rest of the week here, so it's uh, a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, tell me how much fun that is, because it's got to be great. You're going out to the radio stations with that single, and your team with you as well, but you're getting to meet with uh, the the announcers and the the music directors, and, and then they can, of course, put a uh, face to a name and a voice. Tell, tell me about how much fun that is. Yeah, you know, like, I love traveling, and I love being able to meet new people and to kind of get them to know who I am and not just kind of hear a single. They get to see me, my personality, and hear my voice in person. I feel like that's so much better to make those personal relationships that much greater. So mm-hmm. it's it's been great, and I'm just having a blast, and everyone's so welcoming and so warming and so enthusiastic to have me in. It's just it's just been incredible. Yeah, the country music community, whether it's radio or the fans, the artists, I mean, everybody is so supportive, and uh, it's like one big family. Oh, it definitely is. I love it. Like, seriously, even from Alberta country music, we are so tight-knit, but then we even go to the Canadian country music industry, and it's just when you get to the CCMAs, which are going to be in London, I can't wait for it. Every year, it's just we get everyone gets together. It's like a reunion. Everyone supports each other. We're all the same mindset. It's just it's amazing to have that in the industry. I've heard a lot of other industries that don't have that, and we're so grateful to have that in our in our country industry. Now, you were born in Calgary, but you moved to Thunder Bay, Ontario, and then back to Alberta. Tell me about that. Yeah. So yeah, I was born in Calgary, but yeah, Thunder Bay, Ontario, <laughs> when I was nine. And um, when I was 19, I kind of got the bug back. I was like, I got to get out of here because I want to go make my dreams come true. And I just want to foster my music. And I just wanted to, you know, just live life and be free and just go do it on my own. So I packed up and left at 19 by, my, by myself. So it was um, an adventure. But, yeah, I grew up um, singing with my grandfather, though, uh, in southern Ontario in Belleville. And uh, he was my inspiration and my idol. And he used to bring me around to old folks' homes and jamborees and radio stations and campgrounds. We'd sing country music and he'd record me in his motorhome. And it was just the best time of my life, kind of spending my wow. summers with him. Yeah. That's amazing. Tell me about your grandfather. What, what were some of his favorite uh, country artists? Oh, he loved old country classics. Like, um, he loved Hank Williams and... Yeah. Um, he just has. I've. I. I never knew who the song who the songs were. I always thought it was my grandfather because I have all these recordings of his CDs. He recorded his last CDs when he was seventy eight years old, and wow. uh, I always used to thought they were his. And so as I like got older, I started to like 
hear these songs on the radio. I'm like, I thought these were graphic songs, you know? And so we have, like, um, we have songs like Overlook an Orchid. There's, um, uh, what is that, Angels. There's lots of songs. I can't think of the top of my mind right now, but um, he just loved the country gospel as well. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we grew up with, and it's just amazing to have that growing up. What great memories, and you've got more than just a memory from it. You've got a great, uh, I guess we'll call it a souvenir, your belt buckle, which is pure country. It it has that wording on it, which is amazing. Yeah, no, he um, he used to wear it when he performed. So the day he passed away, I was obviously really upset. I went in the closet and I grabbed it and I put it on and I put a, I put a hole in the belt to make it fit me, and I didn't take it off for days <laughs> and now I wear it wow. with me every time every time I'm on stage to know that he's with me and that um that's in memory of him and I promised him the day he died that I would never give up my dream to one day stand on the ground of Opry and thank him for everything that he gave me and believing in me so it helps push that's amazing. me remind me Wow, what an influence. And and that's a great dream right there. The Grand Ole Opry, of course, that's where country artists from wherever you are in the world want to end up one day and perform on there. Uh, Tell me about that. Can can you picture it in your mind? Can you imagine how that would feel standing where all the country legends and and even the newcomers have stood? Oh, just thinking about it almost makes me want to cry. (laughs) I went there um, the first time in November, and I, like, did the tour of it. And somebody said, don't stand in that circle until you get that moment to stand in that circle. And um, I just and I just thought, wow, I just can't wait for that moment. And I know that I'll get there one day because that's, you know, once I put my mind to something, I don't give up on it. So um, it's uh, something that I'm striving for. And I also got to take a picture uh, outside the Grand Opry where there's a picture of my grandma and grandpa that they took a picture because the Grand Opry was their favorite home for themselves. They loved the Grand Opry all the time. They listened growing up and they traveled there. They drove their motor home to Nashville to see the Grand Opry. And so we got to take a picture in the exact same spot that my grandfather took the picture. And it was almost like this uplifting moment. Actually, the song Something in the Water, Carrie Underwood, came on and just gave me shivers and I cried. And it was just Imagine the moment wow. just being there in that place, just, you know, you, it just feels right. That's amazing. It's amazing what uh, memories like that and moments like that and the music, just how it all ties together. And our visitors, sorry, let me try that again. Our listeners can check you out at laurenmail.com. And you made great strides in your career, Lauren, because you have producers by the names of George Canyon, who is an amazing country artist himself, of course, and Graham Sharkey. How did you get working with them? Well, um, I uh, actually, it was Dave Temple from MCC Recording Studio who was trying to help me along. He just, he saw that I had this potential and that I needed to get with the best team behind me. And he showed me to George and George was like, yeah, wow, this girl has what it takes. I believe in her. She has this voice. And he just kind of took me up and we, recorded some songs and it was just amazing to work with him and just learn and just have that connection with George was pretty awesome. So, Yeah, I had a chance to interview George recently. It's an interview I'd wanted to do for a long time. Finally had the chance. It was so great to talk to him. I mean, his music is amazing and he's such a nice guy. Oh, he's amazing. He's so down to earth and so like so real and lovable. And it was just, it was such a calming place to be out at his, ranch and just recording it was so 
I, I loved it. It was a great experience, especially with Graham there too. And now recording this fall, this falling EP with Graham and Johnny Kasparic at MCC. It's been great. It's just been a great couple of years. And I'm so grateful to have everyone who, who's behind me backing me. It's, I'm very grateful for it. Tell me about Johnny and uh, Graham and the great folks at MCC Recording, because uh, if I'm not mistaken, that studio has won a bunch of CCMA awards. Yeah, it's won a few times in a row for, for Recording Studio of the Year. And uh, it's, just, it's just a great place to be. And Johnny has worked with so many artists, and he knows it so well, and he has a great ear. And, he's, and I've known him for many, many years, uh, just from performances and going to ranchmen's and going dancing and seeing him on stage and meeting him and having Dave there looking over everything and then meeting Graham through George was great. We instantly connected and we kind of knew, we kind of instantly knew what each other wanted out of each other. And he knew who I was as a person and my, as an artist. And it was great to have that. So he can kind of, if someone kind of goes, Oh, we should do this. He's like, no, that's not Lauren. That's stick with this. This is her. So it's really nice to have that. Absolutely. Well, let's turn to uh, the first song we're going to play here on the show, Lauren, and we have lots more to talk about, including uh, some of the big acts you've opened up for, Dean Brody and Emerson Drive, opening up shows for them. Uh, let's talk about The Good Guy. This is your new single. Uh, tell me about the song and uh, the writing behind it. Yeah, so The Good Guy is um, a song about having this great person in front of you, but you can't help but go to the one who's not good for you. And I feel like a lot of us can relate to the song, guy or girl, that everyone's been in that situation where you have this wonderful person, but it's just too easy, and you just want to go to this bad person. And you're like, why can't I like you? Like, why? You're so great. But your heart, you can't <laughs> tell what the, the heart what to do, right? So. Right. That's great. Yeah. Anyway, and, mm-hmm. what, what, what reaction have you had to the song so far as you've been touring radio and uh, performing it live? Oh, people seem to really love it. They say it's really catchy, and they're like, yeah, I've been there. I'm like, great. <laughs> That's why music, <laughs> I feel, it, it needs to connect with people. I love being able to connect with my audiences, and I feel that a lot of things that I've been through that I want to be able to write songs for others to help them through those situations that they're going through the way that music helped me. I feel like that's my truth, why I'm supposed to be doing what I'm doing. That's amazing. Well, let's hear the song now. This is my guest, Lauren Mayel, and the song is The Good Guy here on In the Country. So 
And that is country artist Lauren Mayel with her latest single. It's called The Good Guy, and she's busy on a radio tour, meeting the folks at radio and uh, promoting that great song. Now, I mentioned before we uh, played the song, you've, you've had a chance to open up some shows for some pretty big acts. I've just got a couple of names here, and there's a bunch more. But Dean Brody and recently Emerson Drive, what are those opportunities like to uh, share the stage and open up shows for big names like them? Oh, it's just amazing. And, you know, when you're on that stage and you get to see all these people and you get to connect with even more people for that opportunity, it's amazing. And then afterwards when they come and say hi to you and they tell you that you you did a great job and they thank you for opening for them. It's just really nice to see that they really appreciate the opening acts. And actually with Emerson drive in Lethbridge a couple weekends ago, uh, we actually all hung out after on their tour bus and just chilled and, it was just, it's so great, and they're so kind and down to earth, and it's nice to see that, that they actually want to interact with you, and they're not just like, okay, no, you open me, I'll see you later kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of really nice, and, and Dean, I actually, I opened for him the one time at Cowboys, and then I saw him in Thunder Bay, and I had a VIP to get meet and greet, and he remembered who I was, and we chatted, oh, after, and he really wanted to know what I was doing, and he's like, let me know about everything, how is everything going, and he was just just so kind-hearted and it's just it's just lovely to have that and the opportunity to be able to perform for that many more people that many more people can see me and connect my music is just it's a great opportunity for me so I'm very appreciative. Now is there an artist out there from the country music world Lauren that you haven't met yet but is on your list of somebody that you want to meet someday and whether it's to chat about career career advice or just to tell them what a big fan you are who would you like to meet from the world of country music. Does it have, is Canadian, U.S., or is it just You know anything? what? I'll open it up to anybody you want to meet, past, <laughs> present, Canadian, American. Yeah. Um, well, I'd love to meet Martina McBride. She is my, uh, my country idol, for sure, in the female world. I grew up singing a lot of her songs, and um, a lot of people can say I, I, I sound similar to her with my voice quality and power in my voice and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. I would love to meet her. I saw her at the uh, when she was in Calgary at the um, the Great Eagle Casino, and um, it was a great concert. And one of the the one song uh, "I'm Gonna Love You Through It" kind of made me cry because oh, yeah. my mother had recently been through cancer, breast cancer herself. So to be able to in the concert and feel that emotion and like have that connection with her on stage 
is just exactly what I want to do for others. So just seeing that and going through that and learning like that mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the audience is amazing. And to be able to meet her, if one day even open up for her, oh, my dreams would become true. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? You know, you're right. She, uh, yeah. The song you mentioned and so many of her songs, Independence Day and Broken Wing, so, you know, she had a career out of so many meaningful songs. And, uh, yeah, as you said, what a voice. I mean, she could really belt it out. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. My, actually, my go-to cover song on my shows is God Fearing Woman. So oh, yeah. I, uh, I love to rock that one out. And I grew When God Fearing Women Get and... the Blues. What a great song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember that when that came out. That was a very cool song. You know, and she's got a brand-new album out now called Reckless, and it's great to hear, you know, that she's got that album out. And, yeah, I just always loved hearing her voice on the radio. She's just one of those great artists from, uh, from the time she was out. Yeah, no, I I love her. She's amazing. So. Let's talk about songwriting, Lauren, and your songwriting. When did you first discover that you could write a song? I believe I was in high school. I think it was grade nine, and I was, you know, most grade nine, fourteen-year-old girls were very emotional, and um, <laughs> I was writing. <laughs> yeah, it's funny looking so at true. my old. I had it. Yeah, it's kind of really funny looking at my old stuff. But I was looking for, I was writing my agenda instead of homework that I had to do. I was writing down how I felt. And right. just words were coming to my mind, and I would just express myself through writing. And that was my outlet to make myself feel better was the music. And so I started to write the music, and I ended up writing this song called My Destiny that was about me singing and being on stage and being on, in Nashville. And I actually sang it. Uh, for the school at a talent cert, a talent show, and uh, it was my first time I sang my own song, and I was 14 years old, and I was really excited to be able to sing it. And I wrote on the piano because I I play piano, and uh, I was very excited to be able to write it. And then as the years went on, I like fully tweaked it a little bit and edited lyrics, and I actually found the tape of it a couple months ago, and I'm like, wow, oh, cool. bring back memories. <laughs> yeah, so it was just. I just knew that it was I needed to be able to write that I needed that I needed that to feel good and music was just that place where I could go and just be me and not have and kind of not have any judgment from the world. Wow, that is a great way you just described it there how what music means to you and how important it is and I think for people who pursue it it's it's in them you know, it's in you. It's a burning desire. It's not something you're thinking, oh, I'll become famous or I'll make money, that kind of stuff. You can't not do it, right? It's just so much a part of who you are. Oh, I, I can't. If I don't sing a day, I'm like, what? I don't feel right. I don't feel like me. There's, I'm always singing or writing or doing something every day. And it's just, it's just something that's inside me that I have to let out or I just don't feel myself. And, and being on stage and being able to express that and give that to others is even better. My my favorite place is being on stage. It's like it's almost like an outer body experience. It's it's my little world, and it's just amazing. Wow. And what are some of the uh, cover songs you mentioned a Martina McBride song? But are there any other cover songs that uh, fans will will hear you doing? Yeah. No, I do. I do a lot of uh, stuff, especially if we have longer shows, especially at Cowboys in Calgary. Um, I will be playing during Stampede there in the in the tent. So it'll be longer sets and we'll have a lot of fun. So I, I do a lot of mix, but I do love my, my 80s rock stuff. Like, hit me with your best shot. And I oh, yeah. myself for loving you. 
And I also love to throw in some Keith Urban's and somebody like you. And I do a little fish in the dark and, oh, I, and little wake me up. Yeah. So it's, I have lots of different things. I sing, I sing Martina and Reba and Miranda and Carrie and all those. So, and then lots wow, of my like stuff. A, and, quite a variety of stuff there. Oh yeah. We like to mix it all up and have different energy because I know what it's like to be on the dance floor. Cause I, I dance as well. So I want, I know what people want to hear, what people want to dance to, and what feeling they want to have. So, Are you also a vocal yeah. coach? Yes, I am. I have my degree in music from University of Calgary. Um, Amazing. I've been, yeah, I, uh, I actually did six years in the university in classical music. I classical. Uh, started in Thunder Bay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing you can get a degree in is classical music. Well, there <laughs> right. is when I was. In, here in, Cal- in Canada, um, I I started at Lakehead University in, in Thunder Bay, and I did two years performance right. in singing. And then I tra- and then when I when I decided to sh- jump ship and move to Calgary, <laughs> I went to UC and did a, I did four years in the BA in music program. So and I wow. ended up with my degree in music, and yeah, so my instrument was voice, and then my secondary was piano. What's it like to and, teach uh, yeah, other classically people? Classically trained. Classically trained, that's amazing, and, and doing country music. I love that yeah. combination. What's it like to train and to teach and harvest that talent in, uh, in a new singer and singers who are trying to improve? Oh, it's pretty amazing to be able to give my passion to others and help them through their passion and want to be able to give that out. And, you know, I learn every day, right? You, you're, you're teaching them something, and then you learn even more about that voice that day because you're like oh mm-hmm. yeah I forgot about that oh okay <sighs> so then you can use it for yourself and you just hone oh, in yeah. on your own craft as well and it's just amazing to see the light bulb go off in their eyes when they get uh, it or they like see the progress and it works and it just feels amazing just I, I love helping others it just makes me so good I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing either either helping them get their voice back or singing to them and helping them through my music I just I love it that's amazing, as you said, to see the light go on and that they've learned something new, and you're giving them the confidence to follow the same career that you're following because uh, they're finding those moments and you're letting them know, yeah, man, you hit that, you hit that note just right. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's incredible to be able to help them, and they're very appreciative, and, I've, and it's, it's just so nice to have that. I get to do music 24-7. Like, who can, oh, that's I get paid to teach people how to sing better. I get paid to be on stage and connecting with my fans. Like, it's just, I have a great life. I love it. <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. Now, let's turn to another song here called Halfway House from my guest, Lauren Mayel. You can uh, check her out at laurenmayel.com and get her songs at iTunes. Uh, Lauren, tell me about Halfway House. Yeah, no, it's a song about kind of in the middle of a relationship, not knowing what to do, if you should quit or keep going. And it's just kind of, it's just like you're kind of hurting yourself staying, but you don't want to leave and hurt yourself more. And you just want to figure out what you're supposed to do in the relationship. Awesome. Let's hear that song now. Lauren Mayel, Halfway House here on In the Country. Step by step 
And that is country artist Lauren Mayell with her song Halfway House. And uh, again, check her songs out at iTunes. Now, on the songwriting front, you mentioned that first song when you were 14, My Destiny. From that first song, which I'm sure was just great, to present, and along the way, what, what are some of the things that you've learned about songwriting that helps you write better songs? Um, basically, life experience. Um, since I was 14, a lot has happened. And I feel that the more life experience you have, the more ups and downs in your life, the better you can write because you can be more honest and tell your story. I believe that in country music, that that's what made me fall in love with it in the first place is that it's real life. It's the truth. And you want to connect with your audience, so it has to be relatable to them. And then just writing and writing and meeting, actually going to Nashville and meeting with all these other amazing writers and learning from them and bringing out these amazing songs and just knowing, not going in there thinking, okay, am I going to be able to do this? And then you get there and it's just so natural and so easy. And the result is just amazing. Just, just keep doing it. 
and it just gets better and better and easier and easier. So. Co-writing is such a big part of songwriting. It's, I guess, part of all music, but especially in Nashville and country artists, it's so much, so much in co-writing, and you really are getting the benefit of that other person's not only knowledge of songwriting of the craft, but their life experience. You get two or three of you together, and you're going to write a better song than any one of you on your own. Oh, definitely. I believe that it's great to have that another person beside you because you can kind of throw ideas off and say, oh, this is great. Mm, no, that's not so good. And you just kind of have that, you know, that ear that's going to really help you and you're going to put your mind together and you have two different worlds. And for me, when I'm writing, I like, I like lyrics and in, in, in melodies first. So it's great to have someone who's really better at instrumental stuff. So then that I, they can kind of give me some kind of riff and I can go, okay, yeah, that's, I love that. Let's go with that. And right. then I can find my melody on the piano afterwards and kind of be like, okay, let's put this with this. And it's great to have somebody else to help push that song together to make it the best. Now, if you could pitch one of your songs, and maybe you've got one already, Lauren, that you've written that, whether it started out that way or not, but when you were done, you thought, man, this would be great for Martina or Miranda. Do you have a song now or, or one you might write in the future that, man, you'd love to hear so-and-so record it? Yeah, no, actually, funny story is that I was writing this song with Marty Dotson in Nashville, and the minute I finished it, it sounded like a Miranda Lambert song. And wow. I said, I could, and my dad, I showed it to my father and he's like, this sounds like a Miranda Labatt song. I can hear her singing it. And to me, it was, it's one of my very, a very personal song. Um, it will be the title track on my EP. It's called I Change. And it's kind of about growing up and kind of being picked on and people knowing you for a certain thing, but then you grow up and you become this woman and everyone still like thinks that you're this other person. And then now that you've made a name for yourself, they all want to be your friend. And just, um, but you're like, I've changed, but it's okay. You guys can do what you do. I'm going to be me. I'm going to be happy with my life and kind of move on kind of thing. So, mm -hmm. That's amazing, man. I can't wait to hear that uh, song. When is the EP and that song going to be released for us all to hear? Uh, The EP will be done in the fall, and I'm not too sure when we're going to release that one, but it might, but it's definitely the, the title track on the EP. So, Awesome. Can't wait to hear it. And, man, before we wrap up here, uh, tell me a bit about Dave Temple. You know, I've never met him. I've seen him online. He looks like the coolest guy around. Tell me a bit about Dave. (laughs) Oh, he is the coolest guy around. He is. He's a rock star, and he's amazing. He has a great heart, and he's really behind me 100%. It's so great to have that. He he knows his stuff. He's, he's, you know, he knows his business. He loves to have fun, and he's he's just warm-hearted, and it's great to have have that around if you ever meet him you'll love him he's a character he's just amazing i hope to meet him one day big shout out to dave temple uh man that's awesome and let's uh as we wrap up here lauren tutty who set up not only this interview but she helps you out uh getting your name out to radio how great is it having lauren on your team as well oh it's great i met her a few years ago in uh, saskatoon the cc maze and uh she's kind of been like Okay, so when are you releasing stuff? And then we kind of were looking for who we wanted to fit with our with our team. And she was very gung-ho on, like, I believe in this song. I believe in you. Let's do this. And I was like, okay, this feels right. This is my debut single. Let's do it. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. you got a great team around you, and you are a great person yourself. It's been such a pleasure chatting, Lauren. I really appreciate it. And uh, great to hear the songs, and I wish you all the best with the rest of the radio tour. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. It's so great to talk to you. And I hope to see you in London at the CCMAs. I'll be there, and I look forward to meeting. It's going to be awesome. My guest has been country artist Lauren Mayel. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs>